Hey, this is Travis T-Bone Turner. We're here at the Tour 12 Podcast. Don't give your guide a knife for a tip. He probably has a knife because he's a guide. <laughs> kind of, here he comes. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. Here he comes. He's coming in hot. Hey, I'm Nick Mont from Bone Collector. You're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. If you're one of these guys that carried horns around ATA, just leave them at home. Quit being an idiot. <laughs> so B does all of our modeling. He's the look good guy. I'm the Definitely, uh, I don't have a voice for radio. I'm the face for radio. I'm the ugly <laughs> wild here, dude. You guys out there listening, you know, put your kids in front of this podcast. I mean, we're not going to get too crazy. You might want to put them to bed maybe a little bit later on, but <laughs> that's just that's just me talking. But we'll get to arguing over schedules or, or man, you know, something that we where disagree we're gonna on. Eat. Where are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? But at the end of it, we hunt together because and hang together just because we truly, truly enjoy each other's company. Well, it is, it is our job, and we have a platform, and by all means, we're flying the flag as much as we can. We, we need, we want to preach it to the everybody. It's not for the elite. It's not for the rich. It's, it's enjoyment Making for everybody. Making a living doing something you absolutely love, what we call living your passion, you might actually be closer than you realize. It's actually what this whole podcast is built around, living your passion in three areas, business, leadership, and life. I'm Michael Waddell, and you're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Tour 12 Podcast. Cody, the producer man's with us, producing. He's not talking today. Matt Cal, be the body's back with us. Back on. And uh, our, our good friend Adam Guest is with us from Thermocell. What's up, Adam? Nothing much. Just living life here at the ATA show. How many years is this for you? Uh, the ATA show, it's it's better a part of a decade. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. My, my hair was really there. You had hair? I had hair and my beard didn't have this nice little you don't have much gray, though. Uh, it's that's because we're gingers we don't have a lot of gray <laughs> yeah. it takes us a while there's a lot of gingers it's a nice combing you know just for men <laughs> <laughs> i'm one of their pro staff you know they really envy the beard i envy your beard dude. it's clean <laughs> looks good anyway we're here hanging out and uh, we wanted to hook up with with adam and just shoot the bull but we got a, f- a fun relationship we met adam through nikon years ago and it's kind of funny because then we were hanging out with Colin last night, who's with Nikon, to, still through Chevalier, and uh, we met we met Adam. B, you might tell the story better, but we met him hanging out here at the ATA show. And we hung out for a couple nights before we even really realized, yeah, we didn't, uh, what you did, yeah, you know, and uh, hit it off good, had a good time, and finally one night with somebody was like, I don't know if it was you or somebody, I was like, what do you do anyway? And he's like, well, I'm the marketing director for Nikon. And like, oh really? <laughs> Of course, we do TV, and he knew what the next question was. He goes, come by the booth, go easy first year. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. Just I, uh, go easy year one. <laughs> you know, I, I do admire you guys didn't do the full pitch of, we're doing something completely different. We did not do that. No, it, no. it was... Um, we were just hanging out. We were hanging out. Um, there might have been some beverages consumed, but, you know, again, there was, you know... I think it was pretty genuine just getting to know people, especially, you know, yeah. outside of the show atmosphere. Absolutely. Um, you get to really see people and, you know, the whole thing is you always want to work with somebody yeah. that you like to hang out with. Absolutely. And, and for me, it was always not sponsorships. I don't believe in sponsorships. I believe in partnerships. Right. And, you know, especially you guys killed it that that first year. I almost felt like I was taking advantage of you. It kind oh, you of made were. me feel <laughs> a little <laughs> dirty. You were. Um, <laughs> You know, but it it really is funny just bumping into you in, you know, a random space. Um, I even forget who introduced us. 
Shannon. Shannon. Shannon did, yeah. So it's, you know, that melting pot of that hotel lobby. Yeah. You know, yep. just everybody, everybody's there bumping into each other and just great conversations happened. Um, a lot of them we can't talk about on the radio so much <laughs> or on the podcast, but um, just over the course of the couple of days, it's like we became quick friends and yeah. then obviously the business relationship yeah. started from there or yeah. continued on from there. Yeah. So this, this podcast is kind of geared around people living their passion and doing something they really love. And you've been in the industry for a while now, hadn't you? Yeah. I mean, it's in the industry itself is probably 15, 16 years now. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's wild to say that. Yeah. And is it always in the marketing space? Um, marketing and product development. I mean, product is really where my passion particularly lies mm -hmm. you know i'm a tinkerer and i think every product person is and you know just being hunters we're all kind of product guys yeah, yeah you're always everybody's a little bit of a gearhead yeah i mean there's, there's always something new you want to toy around mm -hmm. with or even breaking down guns and bows and tweaking arrows um but it's it's a great industry to be in because truly it's one of the last industries that it's still a stand-up industry you're only as good as your word a handshake means a heck of a lot mm -hmm. um and you get to work with people that you generally that are true real people you know there's as much as you guys are tv personalities it's right. you know you're real people you have mm -hmm. real jobs yeah you know besides it so yeah. we love it man and it's um the industry's always been fun for us. Any business, there's ups and downs, obviously. And I'm sure you've, you've experienced some of those, too. But So you've been with Thermosel now for almost, three, three, four years? Almost five years now. Yeah, time uh, flies. Five years already? That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Like, I was just thinking about it the other day, and it's like, oh, wait, it's been that long? You know, obviously, as you get older, time has a different meaning. <laughs> no yeah. kidding. You know, it's just like you're blank, and it's like, wait, it's winter? Yeah. Like, when did this happen? <laughs> you know, and the, the best, worst part of the industry is you get, you know, when you're working in it, you don't get to hunt as much as you would want to do. Absolutely. So you have to live vicariously through, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people and watch the shows and be like, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't hunt as much as people think we do either, actually. People <laughs> all the time think, think that's all we do is hunt. Not true. No. But we do love it when we get to go. It'd be nice to just hunt all the time, but. It would be nice. Probably blow your spot out, but <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully not the same spot. <laughs> that was good. So, what's you got any big plans this year, personally, hunting wise? Um, this year I'm going to Colorado shoot a turkey. Um, oh, cool. That's usually you don't hear somebody say I'm going to Colorado. That shoot is turkey. not what I would have thought you. Especially said. not him because he just steps off his back porch and his boxers and shoots them. I mean, it's <laughs> it's wild in New Hampshire where I live. You know, I'm pretty sure there's not an antlered buck in New Hampshire. <laughs> I saw one, and it was on the side of the road, unfortunately. Um, but turkeys, there's a ton of. And particularly in my town, there's not a lot of hunting pressure. So mm -hmm. there's a flock of about 60 to 90 birds. And about 60 of them will roost behind my shed. Really? So as much as it's funny, it's true. I could literally <laughs> walk out and, you know, with no pressure. And they're used to seeing me. Yeah. I mean, they'll sit on the other side of my fence and my dogs will just be going nuts and they don't care. They're just like, huh? they'll just sit Long there. So it's, You're you walk out me. up the hill, throw two calls down and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll sit all hunting season and see the same one doe 
just over and over and over again. You know, I feel like we're friends. It's like, hey, see anything? No. You got to be multiplying somehow. Osmosis, I think. You know, it's just purely division. (laughs) One sheds a leg and another one grows out of it. (laughs) So you want to Colorado turkey hunt? Yeah. Um, And I'm trying to plan an elk hunt. You know, I last time I was on an elk hunt was four or five years ago. And right. Freezer's getting a little light. Not that there's any elk left in it, but <laughs> this time I might actually exercise to be prepared for it so I'm not throwing up 50 feet from from the buggy yeah. at elevation. Yeah. But, um, you know, elk hunting, to me, that's... If, if I could hunt elk every year, there's something so primal when you hear that bugle go off. Oh, like that's it's just You hear that go Incredible. off and it's just... You, you're harking back to like early caveman. You're like, there's something big out here. Yep. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, you had some good stories last night. You were telling when your trip last year, taking off on your own. You yeah, had, you had wolves right behind you, didn't you, or something like that? It's wild when you know, growing up in the Northeast, there's nothing that really hunts you. So when you're mm-hmm. out in the woods by yourself, you're just kind of like, ah, you make sure you have your safety harness on and you, mm-hmm. you take care of yourself. Right. But when you're out in the wilderness and you forget that wolves are there, mountain lions are there, grizzlies are there, yeah, and you kind of lull yourself into this false sense of you're the most dangerous <laughs> thing in the woods. And it was wild because the, the particular place that we were hunting, the guide brings everybody up and he ties the mules off. So what happens is they go off. And they're going to look at this particular mountainside. And the guide points me down this trail. And he goes, I want you to go down there a ways. He goes, and you're going to see some pink flagging tape and just follow that. So not familiar with what a ways means in Montana. (laughs) Um, 45 minutes down the trail and you say, okay, at what point do you think you missed missed it? it. And start walking back. There's more, no more tape. So just about to give up. There's a flagging tape. Come down, you know, and there's this elk herd on the side of the mountain. And you're like, oh, this is, this is great. So start glassing them, ranging them. I'm like, wow, 800 yards. That's, that's, that's a ways away. And all of a sudden I hear a bugle come right over the little rise I was at. I look over and there's a bull sitting there. Range them. 250 yards. I got this. No issues at all. So my heart's pounding. Put the sticks down. Level the rifle up. All right. Got him. Pull the trigger right over his back. Mm. He runs 50 yards towards me and goes broadside. So now I'm upset at myself, but I'm like, okay, calm down. Slow exhale pull the trigger, rock the bolt back, send another one right into him. Guide comes over the radio. How many bullets are you going to put in that thing? (laughs) (laughs) So we wind up packing that one out and through the trip, I mean, like a Boy Scout, I had an elk tag, a lion tag, a bear tag, and a wolf tag. Oh, wow. So pretty much almost anything that came out, I'm good. Game. So... We're hunting somewhere else. Same thing. Guy drops off. You walk out. Didn't wind up seeing anything, but walking back, you're looking at your footprints, and there's dog prints over it. Mm. And you're like, dog, what was it? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get on the mules and we're heading back down the mountain and I don't like any kind of equine or horse or mule. <laughs> they really don't like me. I am a, a heavier set man. I have the legs of a very short person. I'm long in the torso. So I tend to get the big mules. You know, the real girthy, angry <laughs> mules. So my little legs are kicked up. Like, I can't even wrap them around the mule. <laughs> so I'm thinking of that. Um, what's that costume that you wear with the little legs oh, that bounce Oh, the, the chicken them? where you run around? Uh, <laughs> it's, you guys are going to look at me all different. My, my brother likes to call me a giant dwarf. Um, <laughs> you were in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're, we're starting to come down the mountain. I'm not easy on, on a mule, um, not comfortable. It's yelling at me, trying to bite my legs. And all of a sudden we hear rustling and you watch the mule's ears turn backwards and he just takes off, not on the trail, into the woods, towards the edge. I'm hanging on, you know, it's like bobbing and weaving. You're in a prize fight. It's ducking your head this way, ducking your head this way. It's getting lower and lower light. And you hear the wolves on either side just running along with you. Oh, boy. And it's like, huh. Yeah, this is fun. Can't wait to tell everyone how I died falling off a cliff, <laughs> running away from wolves on a mule. Wow. Sounds pretty intense, man. Yeah, but that's that's why we do it. It's not all, you know, oh, yeah. it's not it's the all unknown. ripping grins and, you know, yeah. it's yeah. hunting was over you, feeders. Was you or, camping that whole deal too? Um, luckily, there was a... There was a lodge we were staying in, no running water. So that was one of the other funny things is, you know, the guide was very explicit on what you take care of, um, your feet and mm-hmm. right. your uh, b-hole. <laughs> because <laughs> either one of those things, if you're not taking care of them on a hunt when you don't have showers. Bad deal. You're going to have a rough time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, and it, it's, again, the things you don't think of. He's like, when you leave, because the outhouse was a good 300 yards away from, you know, the little semi-permanent cabin we were in that the mice just ran all over you while you're sleeping. Very nice. He's like, look around before you start walking. <laughs> He's like, and they had the little cutout on the you know, outhouse. It looked wow. like a 1910, you know, Western. <laughs> and I'm like, the cutout, he's like, you look out before you leave. <laughs> he's like, there are bears here. There are lions here. Wow. And you're just like, you you feel so small again. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it fun, though. It's, I mean, the old saying, a day in the woods is better than any day in the sure. office. But it's it really makes you realize what nature is and yeah. put your kind of gives you an ego back, check yeah, yeah back into everything back yeah. into perspective it's easy in the concrete jungle to not think about anything that you know besides people that could hurt you and then mm-hmm. it's like you're just totally humbled yeah. yeah and then get out there with no service probably and just away from everything first of all i only book hunts you know the first thing i ask do you have cell service and they're usually like ah no sorry I'm in. <laughs> like, Perfect. You know, I don't want electricity. I don't want to be able to use my computer. I don't want to be able to use my cell phone. Right. You yeah. know, it's really disconnect. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. How's the show been for you? Show's good. I mean, you know, being in this industry for a long time, it's you get to see a lot of people you don't get to see 
often so right. it's almost like a meeting of friends yeah uh-huh. you know unfortunately you have to do business here yeah. mm-hmm. um and it, you know it's the show's good a it's good way to detox from the nights out but you know you get to talk to dealers and really connect with people you know yeah. that share common passions and you get to hear stories and you know for us it's it's really right now seeing how people are also getting other non-hunters into the industry yeah. mm-hmm. which we um, need that's that's a push and i think industry-wide we need to be able to do that better you know yeah. it's the old you never want to tell anyone your favorite spot you never want to tell anybody your favorite tricks but you know sometimes we're our own worst enemy by not passing along the real knowledge mm-hmm. um, to get people easier into you know our passion yeah. absolutely yeah for sure so you transitioned, you said four or five years ago. What was that transition like for you? Because we talk a lot about business on here. Was it interesting? Was it easy, smooth, challenging? I mean, it's whenever you change a job, especially a job that, you know, working for Nikon and helping build that brand and watching that when I was particularly there, that brand grow pretty mm-hmm. exponentially. You know, it's always bittersweet when you're leaving. Yeah. Right. You know, it's are you making the right decision? Are you doing the right thing? It's, you know, it's almost like walking away from a family because that's I'm being there 10 years or Mm -hmm. eight, eight years or whatever it was, you know, it's, it's tearful. Then you get, you know, the fear of the unknown, but then you get to do new challenges and, you know, new hurdles. It was, but you could take that knowledge from a bigger corporate entity and apply it to a smaller growth company and help them leapfrog kind of some missteps or even better off or take them in different directions to maybe avoid some of the pitfalls that a big corporate company can have. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's, and you probably felt the immediate impact with bringing some of that knowledge over, didn't you? It, it definitely did. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think the company felt it too. And, you know, Thermocell itself is, I, I believed in the product well before I started working there. Yeah. yeah Thermocell is one of those products, that, especially coming from the South. I mean, you don't realize how important that product is until you, you forget it. it one day. <laughs> and, and I don't know any hunters that don't, especially that for us into November, that don't have one in their pack all the time. Yeah. And it's a game changer because before yeah. it was sprays or whatever that stink and things like that. And you don't have to worry about it with Thermosil. I mean, what's nice about Thermosil too is a spray, A, it's going to eat your equipment alive. Yeah. Um, you know, DEET does not do nice stuff, and then you spray it right on. Everybody here knows what DEET tastes like, unfortunately, because <laughs> when you're spraying it like this, you get a good mouthful. Yeah. But the problem is, you might not get bit by mosquitoes, but they're buzzing on you. Yeah. You know, they're in your face, in your mm-hmm. ear. I challenge anyone in the world to have a mosquito buzzing in their ear and not just oh, instinctively yeah. Oh, yeah. go up. Yeah. What a deer do. You know, generally, I, I like to believe they always use two senses before they spook. You really want to be up in a tree sitting there swatting, (laughs) you know, scratching. Yeah. You know, it pushes the mosquitoes away so you don't even see them, you know, and sometimes you forget you're even running something because there are no bugs. So I always tell people, I dare you to turn it off. Like, if you don't think it's doing something, turn it off. Yeah. We used to make a joke when we were getting out of the tree hunting in the river bottoms in the evenings at night. You turn the thermostat off and run. (laughs) 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 Run back to the truck. (laughs) That's uh, funny. Thermosil's been around a while, though, hasn't it? Yeah, last year was actually the 20th anniversary for the wow. company. That's so awesome. it's, you know. It, and it seems like it's really grown in the last four or five years, too, especially that uh, 
the patio, patio side, of, side of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's really funny, and I fall victim to it too. I have my hunt bag. I have my gear bag. That stuff stays in that bag. So mm-hmm. I know my good knife, where it is all the time, my thermocell, all my other equipment. And what we found is, as smart as we hunters think we are, <laughs> you don't take your hunting equipment and use it for practical other purposes, mm-hmm. for good or for bad. Right. So when we started designing some of the patio products, people were like, oh, I could use this not just in a hunt situation. I could use this outside yeah. on my deck, on my patio, around the fire pit. And that's really taken off for us yeah. because, I mean, listen, get outdoors, live life outdoors as much as you can, whether you're hunting, whether you're just enjoying time outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get away from your screens, get away from the TV. And we like to think that we make people's lives better by yeah. having by getting them be outside. Able to, yeah. and, oh, you do. There's no doubt. You do. So yeah, I mean, the good part hearts. is no one likes mosquitoes, so no. you know, it's a good business to be in. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going away. Not and, going away. Well, you know, you like to like to imagine your youth is simpler and safer and everything. I remember when mosquitoes were just annoying. Mm-hmm. Now you're here in Zika, yeah. Dengue, yes. and West Nile, and you never know. And it's like, well, now they're actually dangerous. I know where the company's located is just outside of Boston. And they were actually, because of some of the mosquito diseases, canceling school events, you know, during wow. the, the the early fall, you know, early school year. They were putting curfews in. So kids couldn't even go out and play wow. because of mosquito disease. Mm-hmm. Like, I never remembered that from when I was growing up. But then know. again. We had metal high chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, lead paint tastes better. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody chewed on their pencils. That's hilarious. Well, man, we don't want to keep you forever. We know you're you're busy. And thank you for pulling a little bit of time out just to swing by. Hey, anytime I get to hang out with you guys a little bit, I'm usually game for it. Yeah, we make up for in a few days for a year's worth, though, right? Oh, it's it's a high dosage, short length, you know, medicine that you need to take. Blast of entertainment. Short doses. <laughs> it's like a Z pack. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, man, it's been good talking with you. And all kidding aside, we appreciate you, your friendship, the partnership, and uh, we love working with you guys. And I mean, you make it. You make it easy. I mean, your content's incredible. You guys, just spectacular guys. Most and, of the time. Uh, I'd say you're good, you know, 50% of the time, you guys are good 100% of the time, you know? You're going to make Matt blood. I'm already red. <laughs> That's part of the ginger. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Adam, thanks for coming on the show. And, Thank you, uh, guys. We appreciate you. And until next time, peace out and God bless. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Listen, if you're enjoying what you're hearing here on the podcast, do us a favor, a huge favor. Go online, go to iTunes, jump on your podcast app and give us a review this is why it's important all throughout the year this year we're going to be giving away products hats t-shirts things from our sponsors and the only way you can be registered to win those products is by going in and giving us a review we'll be giving those out on a monthly basis and we want you to be involved in what's going on with free stuff we know everybody likes free stuff i'll be honest we enjoy free stuff and we want to share part of that with our listeners listen guys we can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening to the content we're putting out you're not only a part of the tour you're a part of the family and we're building a tribe that's willing to go where only few dream about living our passion i am jay heath graham and i thank you for being a part of the tour 12 podcast